This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Welcome to the radio program Warning with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International and Eagle Saving Nations. Today, we're sharing a recording that was made January 24, 2024, where Dr. Hansen spoke at Langada Deliverance Church in Nairobi, Kenya, East Africa. This great apostolic church is pastored by Bishop Jeffrey Jaguna. Now, let's begin. Everybody knows in this room that Kenya, the world, is changing. The world's in crisis. There's problems. As I shared earlier, all over the world, Christians are dying more than in any generation combined. We're in a spiritual battle, heaven and hell. Jesus is man. In the United Nations, they're trying to remove Judeo-Christian values. They're promoting alternate lifestyles, abortion, homosexuality. They said in the religious council, if you believe in only one God, you're not authentically human. And is it wrong to kill someone who is not authentically human? They're talking about you and me. They're trying to take Jesus out of the equation. Weak leadership across the globe is our problem. The church has to rise up and roar like Amos said. Roar! Let the lions roar! According to Revelation 12, the government of nations is influenced by Satan through evil men. We know the story. Satan led a rebellion against the government of God. He was exiled to earth where Adam failed to cast him out of the garden. Eve was deceived. According to John 10.10, Jesus warned, that Satan and those who serve him come to steal, kill, destroy. But he comes that we might have life. If Satan and corruption continues to rule in Kenya, it's because we don't cast it out of the garden. Are you there? We tolerate it. I challenged him in all saints' cathedral. If we're going to save Kenya, if we're not going to come under tyranny, a new world order, if you're not going to be marked like Revelation 13, they're trying to do away with cash and mark you, control you. The church has to rise up. Can you say that? The church has to rise up. We've got to have another great awakening. 
Psalm 72, 19, God tells us that the purpose of God through his church is to reveal his glory over all the earth. In Genesis 1, 26 through 28, Matthew 28, 19 and 20, Luke 19, 13 and Matthew 5, 13, God tells Christians to take dominion, subdue, be salt, occupy, and make disciples. It's up to us to bring peace and salvation to the nations. It's up to the church. That's why I also lead Eagle Saving Nations. Again, my website, worldministries.org. You can join it. We're trying to get in every nation. Fill the, the stadiums. Get into the stadiums. Let the church fill the stadiums. Let Pentecost once again come upon the believer. So the believer, instead of fear and intimidation, can speak the truth boldly. The Apostle Peter, before Pentecost, he ran, he hid, he lied, he compromised. After Pentecost, he roared like a lion. We have got to have another great awakening. Can you say amen? We have got to have another great awakening in every nation. People with animal minds. I'm a member of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus. I was supposed to be in the parliament of the Knesset in Jerusalem today. I'd already booked this trip, committed. Tomorrow I'll be with the Israeli embassy, talking with the ambassador of Israel. The Bible is clear that man is made in the image of God. But if man continues to reject God, then man is led more and more by evil spirits, and no longer human. People with animal minds, and the worst is yet to come. Now follow me. This explains how Hamas, a terrorist organization in their charter, swore to wipe out every Jew and then every Christian. They don't want a two-state solution. They've been offered a two-state solution five times. They turned it down. Israel has not occupied the Gaza Strip since 2005. Hamas has since 2006. Whoever runs against them, they kill. Are you following me? Why is this important? Because the world is believing a lie. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. Israel has not Occupied the Gaza Strip since 2005, Hamas says. This explains, again, people with animal minds, the demonic, beastly behavior toward over 1,400 civilian Jews killed in one day. They kidnapped over 250 and held them hostage. They raped women and children, killed parents in front of the children, children in front of the parents. Hamas beheaded babies, cut babies right out of the mother's womb, burnt families alive, mutilated the elderly, tossed grenades into families' bedrooms, cut off their fingers, feet, toes, breasts, gouged out their eyes, torched people alive. How can people do this? The Bible. Says God turns him over to an animal mind. Nebuchadnezzar, 
was turned over to an animal mine for seven years. The horrific animalistic demonic actions against the Jewish people, October 7, 2023, are a foretaste of the Great Tribulation and demonstrates how man can turn into an animal no longer operating with a human mind. Man's capacity for evil was on full display. Daniel 2, 31-38 goes into the story that the dream the four beasts, the images of gold, silver, bronze, iron, partly clay. History reveals that these four beast empires were the Babylonians, the Persians, the Greek or Macedonians, and the Romans. These four empires were led by men with animal minds, and they committed such atrocity. Hitler. Mussolini, Lenin, Stalin, Nazi tongue, and on. Killing by the millions and millions, stripping the skin, making leather bags. How can you do it? Because if you continue to reject the image of God, you're turned into an animal mind. Daniel 4, 16, let his heart be changed from that of a man, let it be given to the heart of a beast. Let him live like an animal for seven years. Nebuchadnezzar repented and God put him back into the heart of a man. Are we starting to understand how men can do such evil? We need to understand if the church doesn't arise, the beast mentality is coming against Christians all over the world. It's not just going to be Jerusalem, Israel. It's going to be a nation after nation, just like Rwanda, where they killed 1.3 million people in three to six months. People ran into the churches for refuge. If you were pregnant, they closed the door, cut you from top to bottom, took the baby, dashed it against the wall, and you bled like a goat. Why am I saying these things? We need to understand what's going on. The spirit of the beast hates you and I. The church has to arise and protect your nation. Can you say amen? We have got to have another great awakening. The real Palestinians, I just want to touch on it. Golda Meir, she was one of the Israeli politicians, founder of Israel. Minister of Labor, foreign minister, the fourth prime minister. She said, when were Palestinians born? What was all this area before the First World War? When Britain got the mandate over Palestine. What was Palestine then? Palestine then was the area between the Mediterranean and the Iraqi border. Eastern West Bank was Palestine. I am a Palestinian. From 1921 to 1948, I carried a Palestinian passport. There's no such thing in this area as Jews, Arabs, and Palestinians. There are only Jews and Arabs. See, the world is lying. The Muslims are lying. The Jews have been in Jerusalem since 1200 BC, long before Islam was created in 1680, 1800 years later. The Jews had already been there. 
were called Palestinians. Jerusalem is a holy place to the Jews. Jerusalem is mentioned 667 times in the Old Testament, 139 times in the New Testament, 806 times in the Bible, Jerusalem. In the Quran, Jerusalem is not mentioned once. Why am I saying these things? Because the world is under deception. They're being lied to. They're trying to make the Jews and the Christians the enemy. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. That's Hamas motto. Again, they don't want a two-state solution. They've been offered it officially. Turned it down. They want all of the land of Israel. They want to kill the Jews, then they want to kill the Christians. We must not believe what the world is saying. The world is trying to put a bullseye on Christians and make us the enemy. They're trying to remove Judeo-Christian values in America. America is under a communist takeover. Only the church can save America. We've got to have another Great Awakening. Again, worldministries.org, read Eagle Saving Nations, join it. The most powerful ingredient that we can share with the church is hope. Hope is the anchor of the soul. Hebrews 6, 17 says, God also found himself with an oath so that those that receive the promise would be perfectly sure he would never change his mind. So God has given us both his promise and his oath. These two things unchangeable because it's impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him in refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. This hope is strong and trustworthy. It's an anchor for our souls. Our faith is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I have great hope. Things are happening all around us, but I am not afraid. Nobody can touch me unless God allows it. People have risen up to try to kill me and froze and couldn't move. One person continued to threaten. I said, sir, God can take the breath right out of your mouth. He continued to threaten and he fell over dead. I can tell you stories of people coming back from the dead. What they saw in heaven. We are eternal. We don't die. Can you say amen? amen. We've been promoted. But we don't die. If you know who you are in Christ Jesus. If you listen to the word of God. Like the people of God in Goshen listen to Moses. And the plagues did not touch them. If we listen to the word of God, we don't have to be worried about what's coming on the nations or the plagues. When you disobeyed the word of God and went outside of the blood, you were struck along with the Egyptians. We must stay under the blood. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah! We don't have to be afraid. I'm not afraid. I meet with leaders every day. Everything. Hope is what people need most. 
If you are to be an effective leader, hope must be continually deposited in people's hearts. Four results of the power of hope. One, hope is the power to provide a tenacity for purpose. People filled with hope have excitement for tomorrow. A view of God that is incomparable to living for anything else. Hebrews 10.23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. Number two, hope has the power to renew wayward vision. God's greatest gift is not sight, but vision. My people perish for lack of vision. Sight has to do with what is revealed to the natural senses. But vision has to do with what God has revealed supernaturally inside of him. We must move with the whirlwind. Supernaturally move with the spirit of God. And Issachar, I could speak a whole message on that. Again, preparing the people for what is coming so they're not a victim, but they can conquer and be victorious and prosper. Amen? Remember, I believe Pastor Bishop Jaguna is an Issachar. Number three, hope has the power to strengthen the tired and the weary. Therefore, having such hope, we use great boldness in speech. 2 Corinthians 3.12 Why do I speak to leaders the way I do? Because of the hope I have. I know the reality of God. I'm not afraid to speak it. I lay my hands on myself when I go into the parliament. God, let me be faithful and share the truth. I know who I represent. I'm ambassador to Jesus Christ. Galatians 6, 9, let us not grow weary by doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Hope has the power to restore a broken heart. We live in a difficult time, in a messed up world. This is a world in which people are hungry for hope. Thirsty for hope, desperate for hope. Psalm 27, King David, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? I would have lost hope unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Hope is believing that the goodness of God will intervene in your circumstances. The goodness of God. I believe in the goodness of God. Can you say amen? I will not lose hope. I've seen miracles. I've seen food appear at my doorstep when there was no money. I've seen the goodness of God. I've tasted the reality of God. I know where my hope lies in. It's not the government. It's in Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? You're living in troubling times. Every nation around the world is troubling. But our hope is in the Lord. Hope is knowing that God will be victorious. 
Hope is the anticipation that God's love and kindness and grace will determine the outcome of your life. Hope is the firm assurance that we, his sons and daughters, are more than conquerors through him who loves us. Hope is the sweet knowing that nothing, absolutely nothing, is able to separate us from the love of God. Broken people need hope. Rejected people need hope. Disappointed people need hope. Stressed and depressed people need hope. Grieving people need hope. We need to make a determination that we give hope to people around us. Hope. There is always hope. Because Jesus is a God of miracles. He can divide the Red Sea. He can take the breath right out of your mouth. Angels have appeared and protected me. I know where my hope lies. The power of ministry is found when we gently but firmly lead people toward the God of hope. Pastors, that is our responsibility to lead people to the God of hope. Don't be discouraged. Don't quit. God is here and a miracle can happen. God will turn your situation around. Hope is the greatest gift we have to offer people. The healing, protective, life-giving hope of Jesus Christ at the heart and center of all ministry, nothing else will do. Closing in Romans 15, 13, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? amen. Let me encourage you. We serve a God of miracles. If I had the time, I would tell you so many. I believe in testimonies because it shows the reality of God. It inspires hope and faith in people. God is here. No matter what the situation in the country a person lives, you put your hope in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the sure foundation, everything else is sinking sand. Just like Moses and Pharaoh, the ten plagues, and that mighty superpower fell. When I meet with governments, I point them to Jesus, and I say, hey, you know what the New World Order is doing. You know how they're trying to strangle you and force you to come under their authority, but come under the authority of Jesus. Mr. President, Mr. Prime Minister, come under Jesus Christ. Some nations fight the New World Order and the Antichrist, the One World Government. And God will fight for you and protect you and bless you and your country can prosper. Can we say amen? Amen. Father God, thank you for these people. Yes. This church, yes. Bishop Jagun, the pastors he had, Ezekiel and John, Great names. And Father God, let those names represent who they are. Giving hope and salvation. Warning of sin that brings judgment. And for faithful, the blood is not on us. Remember that, Pastor Ezekiel. Great name. Be faithful, and the blood is not on you. It doesn't matter. 
what they say or do. If you speak the truth, when I go into parliaments, I speak the truth. It doesn't matter to me what happens. Sure, I would like them to repent, but as long as I spoke the truth, God is pleased with me. And I've seen nation after nation repent. I can tell you stories that would greatly encourage you. Father God, let this church be a church of hope. Let them understand who they are. Let there be another great awakening. Let us change Kenya. Let us restore Kenya. Let us heal Kenya. And let us protect Kenya against the evil powers trying to put Kenya into a new world order. Let the church arise and save this nation. Bless them, God, and deliver us to God, Bishop Jaguna, and all of his faithful people, leaders of this church. And let us be filled with hope because miracles are here. We believe in a God of miracles. And God is on our side and angels are around us. And we're going to usher in the return of Jesus Christ. Again, bless this church. Bless the Bishop Jaguna and his wife, his family, pastors, every person here. Bless them. Heal them all they need your touch. In Jesus' beautiful name, amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.